the Leash Today Talking Sport podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Talking Sport podcast uh, with Leash Today. Uh, it's early January. And uh, we're back with a bang. The county teams are up and going. We've already recorded this on the 9th of January. We've already had three inter-county matches. Um, and uh, after a, a bad start for the footballers last week, we had a weekend where things got um, considerably better. So um, I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Barry McAvoy. Barry was um, at the uh, the Leash Hurlers game against uh, Wexford in Mount Rath on Sunday, the first round of the Walsh Cup, and this podcast will focus solely on hurling. So anyone from the football that uh, invertedly clicked here, now is your opportunity to kick away. Uh, so you won't have to be listening to the, the hurling chat. But uh, delighted to be joined with Barry. It's Barry, Barry's podcast debut. Um, so that's, uh, that's a big thing. We're, we're all about trying to get new people on, and uh, we're delighted to have Barry not a bad um not a bad way to start the, the year Barry was it I mean like I I watched it on on Clover which is absolutely fantastic um but I was at the game last year Leash played Wexford in the first could be the first or second round I think it was the first round in Rathdowney and uh, Wexford were too strong for them on that occasion this was a good bit different um and it was a different Leash team and everything else so when you went there what was your initial thoughts when you saw the team on paper were were you expecting them Put in a performance like that. And um, when I saw the two teams, first of all, I was like, look at the Wexford one, and there was what two or three big names starting, and many of the other ones I didn't recognise. To be honest, and Leash obviously I recognised everyone, but still they had five, six regular starters and some. Said like some Mossy Keys, who wasn't a starter last year, more of a sub, but he was starting. And we saw him in the championship last year; he was unbelievable for cameras, right through from the senior up to the under twenty, and in the football junior B, I think they won as well. Yeah. He was having that too. So. A multi-sport athlete, but um, yeah, like Leash, I think they were three to one in the bookies. I thought that was a massive yeah. price on me personally. I thought that was nice anyway, at least. But um, yeah, like going into it there, you saw it. They had like the Paddy Purcell centre back, Raymond Lanny half forward. We still had Jack Kelly there, Willie Dunphy full forward. So there was some big names in the role in course and goals, and he pulled off the big save at the end that showed off his importance. So like there was positive signs going into it, and as soon as we got into Mount Rat, you could see the kids and everything were buzzing, waiting for all the lads to come in. So the atmosphere was great from half 12, 1 o'clock on for a 2 o'clock throw and like the lads were getting caught for all grass left, right and centre and Big Dan got about 20 votes I'd say outside the Mount Rath dressing room so <laughs> real celebrity status around the place in Mount Rath. Before we talk about the match actually yeah, a big mention to Mount Rath we, we'll hear from Willie Maher at the, at the end of the show and he, he gave a, a specific mention to Mount Rath. I love Mount Rath um, I love covering games in Mount Rath like obviously I've never played again Mount Rath uh, Harlan wouldn't obviously be. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do that. But I, I, I love covering games. I think it's a fantastic venue. Um, they really, really do pull out all the stops, and it looked class on the telly. So I can only imagine what the atmosphere must have been like, um, at the ground because it looked like a huge crowd added, which is what you generally get at club grounds anyway. Oh, it was savage! The setup was unreal. Like there was stewards out on the main road, thing from half 11, 12 o'clock, directing traffic and sending them. The one thing about Mount Rath is getting out of it after a match is a disaster. So they were diverting all the traffic up the town, the park, or down to the church car park, kind of across the road. So they had a well organised affairs because even I parked up the town and walked down because I wasn't going to risk getting caught in there for an hour <laughs> waiting to get out of the club ground. 
blame you all. Savage setup. They had their stand there for the lads doing the recording and the commentary and stuff, and they had the fence all the fence was lined too deep most of the way around the supporters. And I know it was very, very good. Now as Willie made a special comment for them, even the field itself was now at the end of the game it was a bit cut up as expected, but during the game it was as good as you're going to get in January and in January, it's a testament yeah. to all the volunteers. Absolutely, yeah. There was one funny instant. I can't remember who it was. It could have been Seamus Fitzpatrick or Jordan Walsh. One of them, uh, they went for a ball right at the end and the ball actually plugged in the ground like you'd see on the golf course. <laughs> and it took ages for them to dig it back out. Like it, it just, that's the, that's the nature of it. All the rain that's after falling. It, it's amazing that the pitch was as good as it was. Uh, game itself, the, the first half, um, like Leash were, were in it all the way. Now Wexford, Wexford led early on and that was right. They, they kind of were ahead for most of the first half, weren't they? Yeah, they took the lead, I think, kind of midway through. Now, there was a bit of a question on the scoreboard. We had it down, myself and Darlines from each day, was it me and Pat Sullivan and end the lines were behind us. We all had Leash as 10 points at half time, and the referee had 11, scoreboard had 11. But midway through the first half, it went from three to four for Leash, kind of out of nowhere. Like, Dara was asking me, have you had the right score? I was like, yeah, I think I do. I'm nearly certain I do. So let me double check with everyone, and you know. But the referee gave us the extra fine. So we think it might have been a James Duggan free that he missed. But he like he missed it. Well, I think that's one either that or a Paddy Purcell long range effort. But it was one of them I think the referee must have gave. But there was a okay. few, I think, from I heard from other people, there was a few complaints from the extra crowd about the umpires, but sure. We but, won't complain but, anyway. We, we we were talking during the week on the preview podcast and Dara, when you mentioned him, he, he's actually I'm sure he's obviously played in Mount Rath a good few times and he, he he spoke about Mount Craft being um one of those places that it's notoriously difficult to score in that it, there's an awful yeah. lot of of wides now it's a, I don't know what the science behind that is but I laughed um every time I I saw uh every time I saw um Wexford hitting the wide or dropping the ball short I was thinking of, of Dara all the time but Leash they can never Wexford never really got away on them even though they were ahead Jordan first half and then Leash went in. Well, as you said, it was was it three points at a half time. That's what three ahead, points, but... yeah, eleven points to eight. And yeah. Wexford did have did eight. Tadara's testament had eight wides in the first half with the wind at their back. So down to the scoreboard end, which Dara said is notoriously difficult to score in, whether that's himself or a general opinion. But <laughs> Wexford struggled yeah. anyway, so there must be something behind it. There must be some science behind it. Um, eleven eight at half time. No, as I said, I got to see most of it from from here on properly. Um, Leash came up in the second half, and and that was sort of. Like they led then, didn't they? they, they were, Wexford never got level in the second half. They might have got it back to a point. They got level times. once. They got Did they get 16 level once? points apiece. Yeah. But then yeah. the second half was the Mossy show. He just did everything. Couldn't do anything wrong. He hit one effort from a long way out. I was going for all worldwide. Hit the inside of the post and went over. So. Need a lovely piece of skill. Balls, winning his own balls. Oh, flick over the head. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah then he's knocked yeah, over yeah. the bar after that. Like he's, yeah, he, he he's was, something special. He was, he was interviewed afterwards by um, our man Damien Carter, who was on duty for Clubber, and uh, he, he interviewed Mossy was picked out as the, the man of the match, and he interviewed him afterwards. He spoke very well, because he's not, like, probably Mossy 20, would that be all he'd be? Not even, it's a 19, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah he so, got him swarmed. He had his David Clifford moment after that. He got swarmed by about 20 young lads getting photos, and I'm not sure how keen he was about well, like we we saw a lot of a lot of leash last year, and um, obviously, like they won one game, uh, one competitive game last year in the entire year, which was which is against Antrim in the league. They lost every other game. They lost all the World Cup games. They lost every other league game. They lost all their championship matches. Uh, they were relegated. They they had a really really difficult year, and then they go into this year, and you're down. Dear McConway, Sean Downey, um, John Lennon's not there at the minute. Chad Wire yeah. is gone. 
Um, you know, your your Picky's not. I believe Picky is back, but he wasn't there yesterday. Yeah. Pod Delaney wasn't there yesterday. I I believe he's there. Aidan Corby wasn't there yesterday. Stephen Bergen wasn't there yesterday. So there was an awful lot of uh, of of players maybe unavailable. But then there was fellas who came in, and you mentioned a few of them already. One fella I was impressed by was your own clubmate Martin Phelan. I thought he done very well at full forward. Won a lot, a lot of really really difficult balls. Yeah, he's it's a long overdue call in for Martin Phelan. Yeah. I think anyway, he's three years overdue to say to say, and he proved that yesterday. He came on or they started. Sorry, I think he won two or three frees, won a lot of ball in the full forward line as he always does, and then in the space of a minute he won a ball that he shouldn't have won. He had no business winning, and James Duggan picked up the pieces and put that over the bar. And then Martin scored his own points about a minute later. So that's, that's a very good day for Martin. And James Duggan also making his debut as well for Leeds, I think, wouldn't he? Yeah, and yeah, he was... it would have been his debut, yeah. Because I, I remember um, he got de- a few of them got called in after the under-20 finished. Uh, Mossy Keys got called in and James was called in. But uh, Mossy was the only one that actually played. He played against Galway and he played against Westmead. But, yeah, um, come on, but, yeah, but but James would have been on the panel but didn't play. Yeah, I look, which are, look we've, we've been watching James for the last couple of years with Leeds yeah. and... Uh, underage, and you're just hoping that he can translate that in. And he's a look, he's a bag of tricks. Like you don't know what he's going That's to do with the ball. You know, it's him and Martin failing up there in that full forward line. I think Ireland know what going through next. So no one else does either. So. Um, the one thing I spoke about during the week was that uh, something I had a huge issue with for the last couple of years was d- developing a panel. And um, I remember being at one game. I think it was the Kilkenny game last year, and was was fellas there with with the panel that I didn't even know were with the panel. And I never saw them again. They never played. They didn't play that day. They didn't play any of the Walsh school games. That was one thing I was really impressed by yesterday. Um, Willie Maher, like, it would have been very easy for him to go, you know what, now we have a chance of winning this game. We'd stick with the lads who are doing well. But no, he, he didn't do that. He consistently yeah. kept making substitutions. And he brought on all of, of his players. Everybody got, got game time on the field. It was debuts. Danny Brennan, I don't know. We'll have to get on to Brian Ramsbottom or or your some of your friends in the faraway landed Tim O and find out when the last time a player from Park Ratneska, Tim O or individually from those clubs last played senior hurling for Leash and and came on. He he was unfortunate. He slipped. Um and they almost it was I think Dunnick got back with an interception, but then he won another ball that came in his way. Like it's a big thing for for a young fella to get a debut like that. Uh, Fiona Mahoney made his debut off the bench. Um, Seamus and Patrick has been in there. I think he was in there last year, but he wouldn't have played a yeah, whole lot. Yeah, in there either. last year, no. Yeah, uh, Brandon McGinley, obviously the same. Uh, Gerard Lynch, definitely a debut. I, I would be, yeah. would be certain. He was under twenty um, a couple of years ago. In the parallel, I'm not sure if he played before. Um, I have feeling that he did come on at some point, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that one now. Yeah, and even just for so, Danny Brendan, it's a testament to PRT and how the strides they're making. They were in every final last year to qualify. Or Competed for wasn't it from under Absolutely, twelve yeah. to yeah junior. from all the all Mountain the great strength, strength line. they are I know they are they're, they're, they're look they're, they're both on both poles on both fronts they're they're a club that's upwardly mobile and the great people ha- actually held a um a forum there last week and I saw a picture of it afterwards and the huge crowd at it mm. discussing the future. So no, absolutely, they're 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 very very proactive people over there, and they're getting the reward with somebody like him uh, making his debut. Then you have Peter Scully coming on, Ross King coming on. So you had established lads as well among among them fellas. I was delighted to see Jordan Walsh. Like he had a horrible end of the year yeah. uh, with his with an awful hamstring injury. Then obviously got back in towards the end with Balakala. Thought he he played well. I think he ended up with two points and two very I got important. Two points, two. Well. Yeah, very important. Like himself, Ross and PJ all came on and. 
like you'd be expecting big things from Ross Reed and Jordan and come out with two savage points. Yeah, yeah, two absolutely savage points. Um, talk, talk about the, the main part of the, or the one of the main parts of the game. Wex for bring on Lee Chin, uh, and they're going, oh no, you know, you're just, you're and just it's going, a justified, oh no, oh, no. yeah, because you know he's going to do something, and of course, he leaps like a salmon. But we have, I think he's the best goalkeeper in the country, I think he's he's long overdue yeah. and all star at this stage. But we have him in the role and in our goals. Um, what a save, unbelievable! Like Lee Chin, even as Willie Maher said, to him, everyone thought he was going to pluck it out there, turn just take his point to take the draw. But he just saw the vision. He saw Josh Shield out in a fair bit of space on his own. Now, I think he's very young. I think he's only 18, 19, that Shield had. And she had his chance then to score the winning goal. And there's a brick wall there. Stopped it. And then to add insult to injury, comes out and knocks over a free from 80 metres out. Ah, he's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I know. An, an absolute class act. Like, I think um, it must be very hard to be. We've had so many of them over the last couple of years. Uh, Sub goalkeepers unleash because you're up against. <laughs> the best I think as I said I think the best in the country I really do I think he can do everything so I think I saw Ben Campion on the bench there I think he's with the leash under 20s um, this yeah. year so maybe that's and like even with Enders like he can rotate the outfield players but Enders his puckouts are such a big tactic for leash you can't really rotate him and watch good because you have to be used to what he's going to do whereas no other exactly. keeper can do what he does like well Myself and yourself saw a lot of, of leash last year and a lot of it was painful um, and very hard to, very hard to look at that I know it's, and I said it on the, the uh, people were getting worked up over Longford Hammer and Leash in the Auburn Cup. Uh, and I said I wouldn't be getting worked up one way or the other, whether they won or lost. And I'm not getting worked up over this. Not, but considering what we watched and witnessed last year, that game in isolation would have to give us a good bit of hope for the coming year, I think. Anyway. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But even just like the, the buzz around the crowd after the game, as William Harris said, they, the players been clapped off the field like we haven't seen that in. Since the Jomatona final, or, or since the Tipperary quarter final, probably. And like it was great. Just and the positivity amongst the players all after they're all smiling and joking off the field. And like Willie, I spoke to him after the game and he made a point of saying, like, look, it is the Walsh Cup. We're not going to get too excited about it. Said the performance is most important that he got all the 26 lads on for I think 10 minutes at least was at least what most of them yeah. got. But basically he did say he said, like, look, it's nice momentum going into Kilkenny next week, but it's only going to get harder as it goes along. Like, looking at the league fixtures and Joe McDonough, it's like away trips to Antrim in the league in Dublin, away to Kerry and Joe McDonough. It's, it's probably the hard one fixtures they could have got, really. Like. Yeah, you're going to be very busy, so you're travelling the length and breadth of the country. <laughs> um, they can't let me back at them now anyway. You're the good luck charm, so I'll... I'll uh, <laughs> but, Once uh, they win, they don't mind. Exactly. Um, there, there was a couple of fellas, he, he mentioned it, and we'll hear him from, from him shortly, but he mentioned the fact that, I think he said there was 12 fellas back training in, uh, in Portish that morning. So... They have a big enough. They must have nearly forty players because you you mentioned to me that uh, Podge Lawler was down to start and was sick, and Lawson Obidar was due to be on the bench. Would have made his debut too, but seemed to be mm-hmm. carrying some sort of an injury. So they must have around forty players in on the squad. He's forty-two, I was told. It's some stage on there, forty, forty-two, and I think it's Willie said he's going to start cutting down fairly quickly. I suppose he has to get down to what thirty-ish. So he said, lads, know that's going to start. The chop is going to start coming soon. So it's every man for himself. It's in there this day. I, I don't think when you mentioned that, like I'm, I'm just thinking in previous years, I, I don't think there has been that because I, I think they were struggling to get lads to go in there. Yeah. Whereas that's, I think that's testament in itself. But I, I know from talking to a few of the, the players, they're very happy with the setup as it is, and you would be closer yeah. to the, the, even than I would be. But they, they, they 
really buying into what William R is doing. When we speak to him, you've spoken to him, we've spoken to him. He's a very, very impressive man. Um, he seems to be able to get his message across. Then you have the bit of an X factor there with, as you said, Dan Shanahan being being mobbed by by everyone wherever he goes because he's he is that type of uh, type of a fella. But it's amazing how quickly he can all change. Like you know, there was there was an awful lot of doom and gloom around the place. And look, they could quote next week and be hammered by Kenny, and you know, and and that that could easily happen too. But I think the way that did you see any change in the way? Obviously, like the the big thing I talked about, and I kind of joking. I shouldn't really think it had happened was. Was Paddy Purcell at centre back? What, what do you think of that? I liked it in the club championship, so it it seemed to work there the other day as well. Yeah, he, um, he was good, but he's very attack minded, a centre back. So I could see him maybe moved into midfield, and once Pajani comes back, and but still, like look, he was good. He's Paddy Purcell. He's you could put him anywhere really, and he's going to be savage. Like he made some very very good runs from the back. Him and Milani made a few as well. So that was one thing I noticed. Actually, they were very attack focused from the half back line. Ryan and Paddy and Pritchard, both men very strong on the ball, very inclined to bring it forward rather than just hitting to Mart Fail and James Ogan hoping for the best. It's kind of more more positive. They're playing out from the back a bit more, but not stupid. Like they're not giving away too many easy balls. And any ones that did, Dunica Hart and Parton just swallowed up anyone. Cottle Dunbar barely got a sniff of the ball and he was a danger man next to it. Now yeah. Ross Manville for Exford was very good. He was Paddy's man. He was class and he got think three from play. He was he was their main man until League man, he won a few balls here and there, but thankfully that was the last ten minutes or so. Yeah, when it was when there was enough time. Um, another player that we, I was delighted to see back was Aaron Dunphy. Um, you know he he was arguably Leash's one of Leash's best players in that twenty nineteen season. Yeah. And, um, he didn't play at all last year. Barely barely featured in the the kind of COVID year in 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 twenty one twenty. Um, I think he's a serious talent. Like he he's still he's still young. He's Probably mid twenties, I'd say, maximum. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six, that's a yeah. yeah it's important so like, to have legs in back now. Chag on and Trebenk Ryan's all gone to Australia, so we're missing out on two big fours there. So it's nice to have Aaron Dunphy back in. He got a lovely point for himself and good start back into the intercounty scene for him. I think hopefully he build from uh, there. Would you expect to see changes then for next week if if he has these other twelve fellas? Would you expect to see them? I suppose you probably would. Um, from what he said, I could nearly see a completely different fifteen coming out. To be honest, he's yeah. very inclined to have. Give everyone a chance, I think, as much as they deserve it, like or whatever. But he's, as he said himself, first of all, he goes, the win wasn't their main aim, it was get a good performance of everyone and get them all a run. So it's it's good to hear, I suppose, if you are kind of an outside member on the panel, that you will get your opportunity. Wait, will he? It seems as if anyway, now look, I could be wrong and could have the same 15 out on Sunday again, but who knows? No, could I, be a few big grenades back. Yeah, you see, it's, I think it's a bit different for, you see, for the, the footballers. They have to like they're they're in division four and they're starting with Sligo in three weeks' time and, and they have to really they they, they expected to win that thing. The hurlers I think it's slightly different because really their focus has to be John McDonough. It it, it yeah. you know, it's very pointless for them to be really playing the same team week in, week out now when really and truly it's the summertime that they need to be concentrating on because the, the league is we're not going to win 1B, like... No, I, I like even... Like, we could put like, out a big result. Like, if Dublin there are always for the taking, yeah. I think, anyway, from Leash, like, if Dublin are always there for the taking for Leash. Antrim, yeah. as well, like, we, you'd be hoping Leash would be beating Antrim. I know it's in Belfast now, but it's a game you want to win and expect... Not expect, but you're always confident going into them sort of games. We're kind of roughly around our level. Shouldn't give Tip Warf and Kenny. If you get a nice scalp, it's a huge bonus. Like, as yesterday, if the Walsh Cup and all, but still, it's... 
clapping off the field, everyone's smiling. The town is all buzzing today, talking about it as far as I know. Yeah, oh no, absolutely. And you could see the reaction. It, look, Leash people are, are funny, like, you know, the, the, because of that, though, yesterday, um, you'll see a few more people in Rathowney next week. It's funny, like, you know, the, 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 there is an interest in, in GA and Leash, but we're kind of reluctant supporters, I think, that they'll, they'll turn out now in bigger numbers next week because they think, well, maybe there might be something here, but that's, that's sport. That's natural. Call part by July. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone tweet that there the other day. Yeah, forget, forget, forget about everything else. Um, okay, I suppose for for next week, then I think it's Saturday evening. Is that right? That in, um, in Rathowney? Sunday two o'clock. As far Sunday, as I know, two o'clock. Yeah. Sunday two o'clock. Um, the, the the same the same things again is what you'd like to see. Really, I thought the, the one thing that really stood out to me was the work rate. Um, in the forwards, I thought to put a lot of pressure on the Wexford. Like we talk about wides and stuff. A lot of those boys were people shooting under pressure, which yeah. in the last couple of years I don't think has been the case. I think a lot of the time teams have put up huge scores against Leash, um, being able to shoot basically on without any uh, without any pressure being put on them. I think that was a, something different that that we probably didn't see in the last couple of years. But you look at the players that are there: Liam Senior, James Keys, Mossy. They're, they're all very quick. Um, so Mossy was in everyone's face. Like he scored yeah. lovely points, but his main, I think, his, the best thing about Mossy was that he covered every bit of wrestling when he was in centre forward. He was given responsibility as Willie's had to start in centre forward. Then in the second half, he came out midfield, and the game seemed to pass by midfield completely. And we're kind of half worried that he might come over, but no, that was he just got more into it. He got on every ball in from midfield and took them all on. Won his frees, he scored a free that he won himself, and then knocked over four from play. I think in the second half, three, yeah. three or four. Yeah, and no, like he was tenacious. Like him and Martin Fail and James Logan are both like closers as well. They will press and pressure their men everywhere. And it made diff- difficult for Mexford to get decent ball into the forwards. And then once they got it in, we had our half back line, our full back line was immense. They were just yeah. swallowing everyone up. No, no, they, they absolutely were. Look, it's a good start, and um, but it is only January, so have to have to uh, pepper it. But look, temper small. Yeah, but from where where we're coming from, um, last year. It was 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 bleak and it was difficult and you felt sorry for them a lot of the time. But this has started off on a lot better foot. And any time you beat one of the established counties in any competition in in uh, yeah. is is always positive. I I personally don't remember the last time we beat Wexford in Harlan. I can't anymore off the top of my head. And people Stephen's probably yeah, here. Well, the Walsh Cup game is well ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So look. Um, before we finish up, um, just quickly, there's some kind of club stuff in the background as well. There's sort of, uh, obviously there's no games, probably won't be matches until March, but there is stuff going on away from the field and there's been, uh, one, two, three, four, five new managerial appointments out of the eight senior hurling teams and there will be a sixth, uh, Balakala are, are still in, uh, in the process of appointing a new manager after Declan Affin decides to step away, but, Abbey Leagues have turned to one of their own, PJ Peacock. So they they uh, they one obviously got, yeah another one hundred grades. They they obviously got promoted uh, last year. They uh, have a age profile is is ideal there. I think they are well set up for for the future. So be interesting to see how they got on. Boris Cotton have gone for PJ Delaney. Now he's not a man that shock and horror Alan would know a whole lot about, but he's from Johnstown. Um, and he managed. St. Mullins and Carlo, and he played with, and he played with Kilkenny as well. So, um, decent pedigree he, anyway. He won yeah. the three in a row with St. Mullins, doesn't he? He won something, yeah. Correct, yeah. Three in a row with St. See, I knew you'd know more than me. Three in a row with <laughs> in St. Mullins, uh, 
uh, in 2016. So look, has de- decent pedigree. Boris and Cotton, very disappointing last year. Yeah. Uh, having come so close to, to winning the, the, the county title uh, the previous season, they were very disappointing last year. So a bit of regroup and probably required. Um, the next new manager is off to Ratown Yard. So they I'm sure a good few managers. They kind of do that anyway. They, they, yeah, they do it every cycle, a bit. Yeah, they don't, they don't. But they've gone gone to Waterford, man. Martin Power, he's a, a guard right. based in Kilkenny, and um, he managed this downy to win the Kilkenny Intermediate Championship. I think any anyone that manages anything between anything Kilkenny yeah. um, comes with decent pedigree. And they weren't too far away last year from you know the injuries have been their biggest problem. They've never been able to get their best fifteen wow. on the on the pitch, and, and even they've had to patch up lads to get them playing. So. I think if they could get a run, like even think last year, Ross King got a horrific injury. Hip Fitzpatrick yeah. was playing really well, got a really bad knee injury. So, so Mark Havner again gone. Uh, yeah. Most unlucky so, man in leash. Oh, whatever, whatever he he's did. He's a massive loss for that down anyway. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, terrible loss. So if, if they could manage to get their, their 15 on the field, um, be right up there again. Like they were only denied by a high door wonder save last year for getting to yeah. the, to the final. So. Um, Rose and Alice have gone to Dan Gilmartin. Now, this is their second time with him. Um, he, he, uh, he's from Ross Gray. He took over from Brian Troy. He previously managed them in 2019 when they won the senior A. So he has good, uh, good pedigree with them. Look, they've consistently, yeah, and they've consistently overachieved. Now, they do have a couple of fellas out of the country at the minute. Um, one of the C fellas, possibly Rory and John Lennon are abroad. I don't know what their status mm. is. But they would, and obviously David Dooley's gone off and will be at a very yeah. high level. So, um, hard to know what way they'll be, but they always seem to, every time I write them off, anybody they always seem to sick me. So I'm going to back <laughs> them all year long now, no matter who they're playing. Um, the other new management then is in the Harps. So they're, well, they are, they aren't new. It's supposed to, they came in in the middle of last year when Ollie Baker departed. Um, it was just at the start of the championship. It was Alan Gilfile yeah. and Ross Ross Young. Um, now there was other fellas with them too last year, but they're the two names that were given to us. Um, Alan Gilfile and myself and yourself witnessed that day. Best junior C hurler of all time, if you ask me. Of all time, if if he's as good a manager as he is a hurler, um, I don't think the Harps will have any for the good wins. I've never seen a Parnas like him more park in my life. Never see one again. Never. It'll go down in my mind forever. I'll never forget that game against PRT in the Junior C final. He was just unbelievable. So he he's gone in with Ross Young, obviously, stalwart with with the Harps for for a long number of years. I think he was. I'm very certain he's still playing with the second team. You probably. Yeah, I think I've yeah mentioned him a few yeah. times along the year last year. Yeah, so like you know, there there there's good that they've gone inside. Um, so there's only two teams that have retained their management. Uh, you're one of them, Castletown. Um, David Cody. But should they look first semi final in how many years? Thirteen years, I think. Yeah. Last one. Oh, so I'm sure uh, everyone in Castletown. Very positive. Been anxious. Yeah, I'm sure everyone in Castletown would have been anxious to uh to to keep them boys uh involved. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Build on from our, there and. Our buddy John O'Sullivan, I presume, is is part of the ticket as well. Jockey um, <laughs> there, Harry. Yeah, as long as he, I hope his ban has been lifted though. And I was out in the school and. In Tunisley, he was uh, doing a, a campaign to free him, but I presume he, I presume he'll be back. I presume he'll be back. Uh, and then the other uh, manager that has is in his third season is David Cuddy in Cameron. 
Uh, so David Cody, David Cody, Cass Nolan, David Cody, 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 David Got his name gone out of my head now, but like there's 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 plenty of them. Oh, Ben Deegan, yeah. Ben, Ben, Ben. Yeah, other they have plenty, plenty more coming there. Have a savage. They have to come over next few years, I think. Yeah, no, they they they're definitely another club that's upperly well. By them, the Harps Abbey Leagues are the ones who've been and and Castletown as well have have started to produce some very good young players. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I think that I think the hurling landscape is going to change again in the and talk about the color. He's not going to go anywhere there. <laughs> they're they're looking for a new manager. It's a tough one for them, I think, because I think they're very similar to Port Harrington. Port Harrington, um, like them, have been on the same trajectory of one three in a row. And when Mar- Martin Murphy stepped down to Port Harrington, I thought that the big thing for them was going to be uh, to find a replacement. But I think it can't be somebody who's, uh, well, it can be, but I think it's a risk for somebody who wants to be up and coming because the danger is if you don't win the championship, well, you're ultimately going to be deemed yeah. dead. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Port Harrington went for Anthony Cunningham, who was a man who has done everything and won all our well, I don't think won the all Ireland, but definitely got to know he got an all Ireland final with Gary Castle. So yeah. they went for somebody who it doesn't matter if it doesn't work for them because they've got so much credit in the bag. And I think yeah. Balakala probably need to find somebody like that. Now that's very difficult, you know, and uh, unless yeah. you get a an Eddie Brennan or a Davy and you know, and, and that's that's kind of the route they're looking at going down. I think that's very tough. And then obviously people like that don't come cheap either. So um no. you know, it's it's a it's going to be a tricky one for them. But uh, anyway, look, we'll we'll hear from Willie Marr and that will wrap us up. I want to thank Barry for his his debut. He'll be back again after his trip to Ratowney next week. Uh hopefully hopefully now we'll be reviewing another victory. So anyway, make we'll it hear- <laughs> Yeah, make it two in a row. So look, we'll, we'll hear from Willie Marr. Myself and Stephen will be on uh, the football podcast, um, which will be around the same time as this one anyway. But again, don't think there's too many that still that'll have got this far that'll be interested in football. So <laughs> there you go. So look, myself and Barry, over and out, we'll finish with Willie Marr and uh, we'll be back, as I said. Now I'm here with Leash Manager Willie Marr after a great result against Wexford to open up the Walsh Cup campaign. Well, Willie, what did you think of that? Oh, yeah, look, I suppose even coming down here, we were just looking for, as you can see, the pitch is heavy, the, the conditions are tough, and it's about attitude and about kind of can you dig in and compete for ball, and, and I suppose just to see if the training we've done for the last few weeks has made any difference to guys, and it has. And look, we're delighted to get the win. It was probably, it's not even about winning, it's about kind of just that performance and building towards next week and I suppose the league matches in February. So, no, look, very happy tonight. We used, I think, the 26 players. Uh, the other, another 12 lads trained in Port Leash this morning so look very very happy but again the lens focuses very quickly when Kilkenny are on the horizon so look, we're looking forward to that next week now you had a few new faces involved there today how happy were you with the debutants? I'm very happy uh, as I said we, we picked a panel and we got a huge response from, from players uh, pre-Christmas and they've trained very very hard and diligently so yeah very happy uh, 
I suppose lads are looking to put their hands up for selection and we have a panel uh, at the moment so we're, we're looking to I suppose shorten the panel in the next couple of weeks and guys are well aware of that so there's, look, there's, there's battles for jerseys in the 15 there's battles for jerseys in the squad and there's battle for positions in the panel so that's that's the way I like it as regards you have to have a competitive environment and look I suppose look very competitive today and uh, yeah guys put their hands up so I'm very happy now, Mossy Key is one of the younger members on the panel, but how good do you think he was today? Uh, Mossy is an excellent player, and I, I suppose uh, getting familiar with Mossy over the last couple of weeks and months, he's, he's a fantastic hurler, he's well able to play, and uh, played really well today, and I suppose we gave him a bit of responsibility playing centre-forward, and he, look, he came up to it, but he's a really good hurler, and uh, I suppose probably these conditions don't suit someone like Mossy, but uh, yeah, really good player, we're delighted with him. Now we had some great forward play, but there has to be a special mention for the full back line for Leach today. They were unbelievable. Yeah, very good. And look, the, I suppose the quality of the men in there. Full back line at the moment is, is, is not for the faint hearted as regards in hurling with balls being played, particularly like Wexford there today. They're very able to build. They're a little bit, I suppose, a couple of years ahead of us in, in the way they build phases, work the ball out, and then put the pre- a precise ball in. And yeah, really, really good. The guys are, are good. But that's, look, that's modern full back play. And we're, we're, we're happy with the lads the way they played today. Uh, it'll be different again next week in Rat Downey, and we're looking forward to going there. And how important is it to have such an important keeper end the role and just his last minute save there save the day for at least yeah in? look he was he was excellent and look Enders that kind of he's a top quality keeper and to pull a save like that out of the back when the match was in the melting pot uh, Lee Chin looked like he was going to pop it over the bar and put a brilliant pass in and look you, look, I, I suppose there's not too many keepers that would save it so it was a match winning save but at the same time look we weren't concerned about winning the match today it was very much our own performance and we got that and we're, we're very happy going out the gate so You have some great momentum now heading into right down the next one against Kilkenny so how are you hoping to build on today's performance? Yeah I suppose number one uh, Mount Rath just uh, I suppose special comment to them today that they had to feel an unbelievable condition they had stewards everywhere I think they were in more Park during the week looking to know what they needed to do and you could see it, it was really uh, I suppose positive environment for us to walk into so I suppose the the, the, the pressure's on Rathdowney next week to, to deliver the same kind of welcome but you know, look I'm, sh- I'm sure they will but I just thought it was very very nice uh, the Leash players being clapped off the field by supporters there and look that's something again we spoke about coming in we're looking for the Leash public to connect with this team and the only way they will connect is if they give them performances like that if they work hard and they see something in them and look they saw something today and hence the, the clap off the field and look that's that's a, that, that, that's, a, that's a good sign for me and look it's uh, going forward to next week uh, looking forward to it but looking forward to I suppose uh, yeah, seeing see, see, see where this team can go in the next one. Now I know you said winning wasn't the main aim today, but it must be nice getting your campaign, or getting your career with Leash off to a nice winning start. Yeah, look, it is about winning, and look, I suppose maybe I said that a little flippantly, but it was it was about was getting that performance. Yes, it's nice to win, and it does give us huge momentum going over next week. But look, it's it's the Welsh Cup in January, and we're well aware of that. But look, it 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 shows us that we can, I suppose we can we can we can live with with certain teams. Uh, we used our full panel there today, and you know, so look, I, I suppose our actions didn't uh, didn't uh, show that. We we wanted to win, but at the same time, it's, it's nice to get the win going out. The Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters.